Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is designed especially for our podcast listeners. But you can share these short, oh, about 12-minute studies each day with people all around you. We encourage you to do that. Today's Bible class is focused on helping us get into God's Word for a little while each day, again, about 12 minutes or so, and thereby help us focus on our spiritual lives, our spiritual well-being, our relationship with God, and to have a better focus and mindset to take on the day. Now, you, by sharing these with others around you, can help them along these lines. Help them start to think about their soul, about their relationship with God, about their spiritual well-being, about the direction they're taking in their lives. You may help them turn their lives around for the better, and get on the right path that will lead them to eternal life in heaven. So think about what a profound change you can help people make in their lives just by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that sharing through Facebook friends, through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. So share these with your friends, your family members, your work associates, your neighbors, anybody and everybody. Please, you may help change a life, may help somebody get to heaven. Now, we've been asking the question, can I change? And we've talked about how we often do things, say things, act in ways, get, in, get involved in situations that later on we wish we had not done. We make ourselves cringe inside. Sometimes, we don't do some things that we later on cringe over not having taken a stand on or spoken up against. Well, why? Can I change? Some people would say, I just can't change. I've tried. It's too hard. I'm too old. You can't, take a, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, those are all lies. Now, the devil may simply be using your lips because you're letting him, and he's convincing you, you can't change. You can teach an old dog new trips, tricks. It may be harder than if he was a puppy, but you can teach him. And you, my friend, can change your life with God's help and through his blessings and grace and power. As you turn to him through Jesus Christ, responding to the teachings of the gospel message of salvation, you can change your life for the better. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was asked how he managed a long and happy life. Pointing to an apple tree, the writer remarked, the secret of the apple tree is that it grows a little new wood each year. That's what I try to do. We can gradually change our personalities by growing a little new wood each year. <laughs> It won't, help, it won't happen overnight, but by and by, over time, we might say, by the grace of God, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 10, Ephesians 3 and verse 7, we can become a new creation. What a great thought. What a great thought. In Titus chapter 3 and verse 5, Titus says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration 
and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Oh, regeneration, being made new again, being brought back to life, regenerated. You see, that's what happens as we're baptized into Christ. We have repented of our sins, and we've talked about how that means a change of mind that results in a change of lifestyle, a change in action, the way we live, the way we conduct ourselves. Remember, Peter and John told the crowd gathered in Acts chapter 3, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. The first word that Peter gave in response to the question on Pentecost, what shall we do, was repent. And then he said, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Now, when we are buried with our Lord in the waters of baptism, that's immersion. The blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins. Therein, we are changed by the grace of God. We've been forgiven. We've been redeemed. As we come up out of that water, we are a new creation. The Apostle Paul said so in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. We have been made new. We're forgiven. We're saved. We're in Christ. Romans 6 and verse 3. What a great thought. What wonderful images those are. The Bible implies that we can change by instructing us, in fact, commanding us to mature. God wants his baby Christians to grow up. Ephesians chapter 4 talks to us along that line. He wants his soldiers to develop their skills. You see, we cannot just remain stagnant as Christians. We've got to grow spiritually. His workers need to improve their habits. Paul put it succinctly. When I became a man, I put away childish things. I put away childish things. 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 11. We are to grow in grace, Peter wrote, as he closed out his second letter, 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We, got into, we have to get into God's word and study those rich teachings because those teachings of the gospel of Christ are teachings that will change your life. If you apply them properly and consistently and effectively, they will change your life. It's no wonder the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, be diligent, or the King James Version says study, to show yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or correctly handling and applying the word of truth. In the third chapter, verse, verse, verses 15 through 17, he first says in verse 15, he reminds Timothy, that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation. Now that's a profound change. And then he goes on in verse 16 and says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for knowledge, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be, in verse 17, 
complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So God's word is given to us to help us change our lives, to help us change our lives. Coming back to 2 Peter, how do we grow in grace? How do we how do we make those proper applications? How do we do that? In what ways? So that our lives do change. In 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, Peter wrote this. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence. Now we've got to be diligent. Again, as I've emphasized, we have to make up our minds. I want to change for the better. Giving all diligence. How do we do that? What's the direction? Add to your faith, virtue. To virtue, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse 10 goes on and says, therefore, brethren, be even more diligent. And then verse 11, for so an an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, ultimately, that means our Lord will pronounce us saved and give us eternal life and usher us through the pearly gates into heaven itself. What a change. And what that change can lead to, eternal life in heaven. Amazing, amazing. Now, the other direction would be immaturity, immature personal traits, which need to be eradicated. And that would include a dirty mind, a filthy mouth. So many people use profanity all the time, almost in every other sentence, without even realizing what they're saying, how profane, how vulgar it is. We need to stop arguing when it's not necessary. We need to stop being contentious and being a rivalry kind of personality. We need to put away wrath and strife and divisiveness. We need to stop envying. Paul talks about all of these in Galatians 5 verses 19 through 21 as being works of the flesh which will keep us out of heaven. And that we can put these away, that we can make these changes, is understood by implication in a just God's commandment. In other words, a commandment from God that is just to put these things away. Remember, when he tells us to make those changes, he's not asking us to do the impossible. So when you say, I I can't do it, I can't change, God would not ask you to do something that is impossible for you to do with his help and his grace and through his blessing and strength. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4 and verse 13.
Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to realize first that we need to change and then to make up our minds to change and to turn to you through Jesus Christ and your word to see how to change. Help us with this, Father. Give us your wisdom and guidance, please, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.